Welcome to PBC Talks. If you would like to find out more information, please visit pbc.org.uk. Good morning, everybody. My name's Hilary, for those of you who don't know me. Well, it's slightly ironic that I'm standing here today because if you'd asked me to talk about First World War poetry, I could have gone on at length about Siegfried Sassoon and Wilfred Owen. I could have talked to you about assonance and alliteration and pathetic fallacy. Of course, you all know what that is. Good. Um, but here I am on a historic occasion, and I'm not very good at history. So I had to do some research. So um, first of all, uh, there was a, f- a financial cost, not most importantly, but there was a massive financial cost I found out this morning in that it cost four million pounds a day for bullets. But more than that, of course, was the human cost of that Second World, the First World War. Um, 65 million men were mobilized across Europe. 21 million were wounded. 8.5 million were killed. I don't know about you, but I can't get my head round numbers like that. I can't see numbers like that. 7.7 million were taken prisoner. Um, From Britain, around 6 million troops were mobilized. And I I looked at two sources. One said 700,000 were killed. Another said 800,000 were killed. So presumably somewhere between those two figures. Huge numbers of people affected, not just the soldiers, but those who were back at home, their families, their loved ones. In Bollington at the moment, don't want to boast, but our poppies are this big on the lampposts. Um, they're huge. And on all the way down, our, it's a long linear village, Bollington, where I live. And all the way down the road, on every post, um, lamppost, telegraph post, fence post, is a poppy. And on those poppies are the names of the people from Bollington who fought. Um, on the Methodist church, um, they've had trawling all the names of the men over the last few days um, at night in lights. Um, the names of the men who were killed in that conflict. We've got 11 pairs of boots that started at the Silk Road, um, decorated with poppies, army boots, and they've walked their way through the village. They represented the 11 men from Bollington killed in the First World War. It's right that we remember these men It's right that we um, spend time today to honour their sacrifice. It was their watch. They stood up and they fought for us. They fought so that we in this country could have freedom, 
so that we were not under a tyrannous regime. We were able to live um, as we want, as we chose to live, not as some other person dictated we should. So it's absolutely right that we should think about uh, these people today. But do you know, we have peace from war at the moment. But a lot of people don't have inner peace. I've had quite a sad week this week. I've been to two funerals, both of people uh, younger than me. Of course, that happens as you get older, you know. But uh, both of people younger than me, one of whom I taught last year. This boy was bright, very bright. It was, a, it was a joy to teach him English. It was thrilling to see what he did with what I said to him. He was popular. He was a great footballer. He even played on the staff team in the Six-A-Side League in Macclesfield. He was a fantastic musician, but he had no inner peace. He had no inner peace. The Sean was talking about the Gospel of John, and I'm going to read a verse from the Gospel of John. This is from John 14, verse 27, and it says this. This is Jesus' words. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. Billy Graham said, The world doesn't give peace, for it doesn't have any peace to give. It fights for peace. It negotiates for peace. It maneuvers for peace. But there is no ultimate peace in the world. But Jesus gives peace to those who trust in him. You know what? Something Roger Sutton said last week, and if you weren't here last week, go on the PBC website and go to talks and listen to what he said. Because I think he was talking to us as a church strongly from God. And he said that this is our watch. This is our spiritual watch. And we have a responsibility here. There are people all around us who need the peace that Jesus can give. Um, they need us to be Jesus for them, his hands, his feet, his, um, his, his heart. We need to ask God to open our eyes to his will. Next Sunday, we've got a worship and prayer night that Joel is going to be leading. Let's come and let's use what we can Let's intercede for this town of Poynton. Do you know what? When we pray, God moves. When we pray, God changes things. History changes when we pray. Um, so in the 24-7 prayer course by Pete Gregg, um, he says this, the hinge of history is the bended knee. The hinge of history is the bended knee. As we pray, God goes into action. As we pray, he changes things right here in Poynton. It's our responsibility now. 
It's our watch. Another quotation from Billy Graham. Can you tell I found a little quotation book just this week? Um, so another quotation from him. He says this, Heaven is full of answers to prayer for which no one ever bothered to ask. Heaven is full of answers to prayer for which no one ever bothered to ask. Let's bother to ask. We might then have some of those um, answers here in Poynton, in the surrounding villages, in Cheshire, in England, in Europe, in the world. As we pray, God will change history. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's talk. Join us next week for another inspirational message.